When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 616 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by buzzer beater Ben Askren and Stephen Kyle Brackey rocking the Atlanta Falcons Brett Favre jersey. They're doing these theme days like it's homecoming week, Ben. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Alia Stone is wearing a Mets away Nerd. jersey. Which, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, so they're just making up days and then wearing the shirts to, so they can wear the shirts that they never wear otherwise because it's not uh, you know, socially yeah. acceptable. But uh, anything goes kind of here. For, it is a little silly, but you know what? I, I like it. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna participate, but I'm gonna, um, you know, appreciate it. So, so why? I, I mean, Brett Favre literally never played for the Falcons. Oh yes. So oh, here we go. NFL insider Ben Askren. <laughs> he was drafted by the Falcons. I know that. I know, but he never played. So what? What's the deal? He did, but it was not. It didn't go well. And, and Green Bay was like, "Hey, we'll take that guy." He, Bracky also has a Michael Jordan Wizards jersey too. I'm pretty sure. Well, he didn't uh, play for them. <laughs> I'm joking. I was right. pulling a Ben. Ben may not know. Um, I call Ben Michael buzzer beater Ben. For the Wizards, though, correct? He did, yes. You can slip that one by him. Yep. Nothing given by Ben. Okay. Buzzer beater Ben because it's like 8.13, 8.14. He's never late, ever. But ever. is he going to get on the call? Should I text him? But boom, right before the show starts. There he is. He appears. One time. Know. One time, my computer, um, it was like extra dead, and it wouldn't turn on. Remember that? I was late oh, one yeah. time. You know, like what? That was the weirdest thing ever. It was plugged in for like 15 minutes before it turned on. That was really bizarre. <clears throat> that is strange. Uh, and very yes. un-MacBook-like. Okay, so there's a well, man. Because I'll tell you why my, my, my computer wasn't plugged in last night, because I, I don't like hanging out in my office in the basement at night. So if there's something going on at night, I'll have my computer upstairs. So the last couple of nights, there's been wrestling at night. So I have my computer upstairs. So like yesterday, I was almost like, because I forgot my computer. I came down here to my office to be on the show. I'm like, wait, my computer's not here. I was watching NLWC last night. Cruise upstairs. Get it. Are you scared to be in the basement at night? Uh, it's just kind of quiet, lonely, you know. Be up, I'm gonna sit by the fire, maybe. If my wife's watching the bachelor, I don't want to hang out over there. If she's not, then maybe I'll sit with her and, uh, you know, watch. You think my Rachel's nap. gonna win? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Rachel's the one, the skydiving one. Yeah. Oof, that was rough. Are you, you guys watch... both watch the bachelor? You guys can start a uh, podcast after this about the bachelor if you want. Well, I don't watch it, but I I got shown that video, and I, I feel for the for the. They did girl. uh the one of the finalists in and uh the bachelor did skydiving, and uh the girl had a really rough landing. She got messed up in the landing. Well, it was really landed, funny. She landed on her face. Uh, ben, have you or would you ever skydive? I have never. Uh, I have no desire. Um, like if someone paid me or something, I'd probably do it. You know, like I'm not like that scared of it. I just don't have a desire whatsoever. Yeah. 
Me either. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like I that. I never will. Um, oh, this is unrelated <laughs> to anything. Well, I don't think we have an alien hour today, but I I listened to Elon on uh, Rogan. Did you listen to Ooh, it? That was ben? good. I listened to it too. I thought it was a little boring for me. It's like too much like environmental and this and yeah, that. He's kind of nerdy. Is is like listen? I I did science in high school. That was plenty. This is enough. But they did talk about aliens for a little bit, and I felt validated because I just don't care about the existence of aliens. And he's like, I don't. That's what he said. He's and Joe Rogan's like, how much do you think about? It? He's like, never. Uh, never. Why? He's like, if they're there, okay. But I don't think they probably are. There's not a lot of evidence. You guys are in trouble when they show up. Mm-hmm. And- listen, Elon is the most. Oh, he's like the most progressive brain, and this and that, and like. I feel validated that, like, yeah, it just doesn't excite me thinking about if there are aliens. So I, I like the part when he was talking about the uh, the seatbelts becoming irrelevant again because I think the seatbelt is a nuisance, and uh, he was talking about how the, the airbags are gonna are are already adapting in real time to uh, save you. It was pretty wild. Did you hear that? Well, part? in yeah, I did. Um, well, you're you're very wrong. Your seatbelt perspective is really wrong because you just don't like think you should wear them. Let's and debatable. That, no, it's not debatable. He even said on there, he's like, there were just there were thousands and thousands of, of needless deaths just because people didn't wear seatbelts. But sure. yes, at some point, the technology will get such that um, airbags may make them not as necessary. But we are not there right now. Maybe there are a few cars where that's true. But um, yes. listen, I don't want to be uh, – I'm a big seatbelt guy. Got to wear them. Okay. The car ain't moving until everyone's strapped in. No, you, you do not do that to your kids. Of course. What do you mean? I'm like, get in the back, you little wimps. I ain't get your seatbelt on if you don't have them. I'm going anyways. <laughs> All right, that's uh, you know, different parenting strategies. That's what that's what you get here. Okay, so we we don't have a lot of time for for uh, you know, BS yeah, we gotta go. We got conference tournaments tomorrow. We've got them. <laughs> Uh, ACC Sunday is what I am so so very excited for. The all the all the boys are headed to HQ. We're gonna have a day together. Hang out, watch ACCs, do content. It's gonna be a great time. Oh, that sounds like fun. You should, you should come. Come through. He's we're, gonna, t- we're gonna be hanging out. We're hanging out. Why? We're ben, ben doesn't want to hang out with us anymore. I invited him for our. We're, so we're not going to NCAA. So I said, hey Ben, why don't you come to Austin? He's like, oh, I don't travel anymore because I'm a. That's I'm not. A, I said I scheduled. I got two boxing trips coming up where I'm going to train. Train for boxing. Try to take my hobby seriously. Uh, <laughs> try to put in a little bit of work. So. When NCAs got canceled, I, I put some other dates on the board, and there we go. All right. Well, NCAs didn't get canceled, but um, sorry. When our when our appearance at NCAs got canceled, yes, it did. More fair. Um, so yeah, Ben's too cool to hang out. Maybe after he knocks out Jake Paul, he'll uh, he'll hang out with us again. Where are you going to train? Uh, I'm going to Freddie Roach's uh, in LA one week, and then I'm going to uh, Vegas to use the PI another week. Wow. Have fun with Papa Roach. That'll be good. He's a good boxer. Uh, Okay. So there was a little wrestling last night. Wisconsin had had their card. Two relevant results worth discussing, and it kind of ties into an FRL question we got, Ben. So Braxton Amos beat TJ Dudley. Braxton Amos would be a a freshman in college. He just uh, graduated high school last um, summer, and then – Evan Wick pinned Tyler Berger. Both very super relevant results. Very impressive wins for both. And uh, our man Kozak put out the the TJ Dudley hit list, if you want to name it there, Bracky. 
Colin Moore. Okay. Ty Walls. Oh. Scotty Boykin. Nina Bonacorsi. So those are guys TJ Dudley's beaten. Really? Level. Wait. Yeah. When did TJ Dudley beat uh, Colin Moore? I would not have guessed. If you if you quizzed me on that one, I would have lost. Yeah, I I remember that it did happen, but I don't remember kind of when it happened exactly. But Got it because I, I would have lost on that one. Wow. Uh, so impressive. Which um, prompted you know inquiries about you know what what's up with these guys on the line and Kimball is on fire. It's kind of a early FRL question asks any info on why Wisconsin chose not to wrestle their two best guys during a free year, all caps Wick Amos hashtag FRL questions and 2019 U S open, by the way. Okay. There we go. So a little while ago, but Colin Moore was, was still super default or something. No, he beat him 11 to five. Interesting. Wow. Okay, cool. So Good deal. Okay. You ready? Ready. I'm ready. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. So the the question, you know, we've we've discussed it a little bit, but basically Wisconsin made the decision before they knew about the free year to not wrestle Braxton and Wick and to give their their scholarship money elsewhere. But I just more than anything, okay, I sort of I guess I, I don't understand it, but I I acknowledge that that was the rationale. But where I want to see where that money is going who is getting the scholarships on that wisconsin roster like what i mean how many guys i don't have access to that i don't have access to that document yeah but who is getting who is getting that money like that you don't have money for braxton and evan look where is it going there's just that is just not they have a couple really really tough guys barnett's having a good year chris wilder's really good uh trent hilger is really tough but I mean, 9.9, this is a fully funded team. Who is getting that aid? Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, even like like with Braxton or Evan, if I, I believe if they would have gotten back second semester, they could have wrestled, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one semester at college. Um, I know it ain't cheap to go to UW-Madison. Um, but well, I don't. You got to be able to talk, talk those guys into it. Say, man, you're, you're going to please pay for this semester. I messed up. You're going to have a full ride the rest of the time. That's going to be a very limited college debt. Uh, maybe I'll mow your lawn all summer or something like that. Man, that would be um, – dude, even half a – even a semester at Wisconsin, room and board tuition, that is that is an expense. I think it's I think it's uh, out of state in the high 40s, I believe. Oh, forget that. I'm not for the full that. year, Not for the semester. Not for the full semester. Not for the full year. For or Sorry, for the full year, not the semester. So 20. So yeah, but, and that, well, they're, but they're paying. I mean, they're both living there, so they're paying for a portion of that. They're paying for the room and board already. Right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah no mm. thanks. But man, I mean, you think about where where Braxton Amos would fit in the ninety-seven. We, I mean, we're gonna do one ninety-seven tiers today. It's it, he is absolutely interesting at that weight class, right? I mean, yeah. There's Miles Amin, and then there's kind of like, well, maybe he's in that Mister Fast Twitch. Kind of tier. Can he wrestle with a um, with a Stephen? Who's Buchanan? the best guy he's beaten in, in folk style? That's a good question. Uh, be kind of tougher to say. Who's that? Braxton. Braxton, best one in folk style. Because it See, wasn't one of those. I mean, him and Ferrari never wrestled folk style. No. Um, who else did he beat? It's not a. Um, I don't know if there's anyone on the 197 rankings that would really be on the list. So much of what he's 
He's been really good at freestyle. He won Super 32 his senior year, but I can't remember who he beat um, off the top of my head. Well, that, and whoever that is probably wouldn't be making their mark at the collegiate level yet either. Right. Beat Colby Franklin in the finals in Dor- of Powerade and Dorian Crosby in the semis. Um, Ethan Hatcher thought- of Brexville in the Ironman finals. Noah Pettigrew yeah. in the semis. In the finals, I was thinking maybe of, when he was younger, guys like when he was younger, if he beat someone that was older, and then that those people are already having success, maybe that would be the case. Um, yeah, I don't know. He, no. uh, Chase Horn in the Super Thirty Two finals in twenty nineteen. The point, the point stands. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. He's good. He's really good. He does look large to me. He looks large and powerful. Um, and I know, uh, for example, there's been certain guys like a like a JD Bergman who have been really good for that 211 spot mm-hmm. and he made 197 a couple times that really killed him and you know he eventually went up to heavyweight um and he had success at 197 but it definitely was not the ideal weight class for him and you'd always kind of see him drop a few early matches because it was the weight cut getting down was kind of difficult for him right um i kind of wonder if he's gonna be one of those guys yeah uh he's not very tall uh so i i feel like he's a Probably a career 97. I'm sure 97 kilos will be more comfortable for him. But I don't know if he's got the height to be a a full heavyweight. I think he's got the skills to go up. He obviously he was really good at 220 as a senior. Yeah. So he he'd be fine if he did. But I'm just kind of eyeballing him, and he seems like a 97 to me. Who is? Yeah. I mean, whoever this one, he looked bigger than Dudley. Um and then whoever he beat last time, he definitely looked bigger than also. So that's uh, I don't know, he just eyeball test looks kind of big. Maybe it won't be a big deal. I don't know. I'm not around, obviously. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, he's been really he's been really impressive in the matches he's wrestled. You know what else is impressive? Like what's he? What's his training situation even? Because he's not he's not even he's not in the Wisconsin practices. So who's he training with every day? Who's coaching him every day? How is he even remaining this sharp? Right. I would assume there's some type of RTC practice situation where they pull someone or a couple people off the team and have them wrestle with Braxton. Yeah. That's what I would guess. Yeah. That's probably what I could ask around. If you want me to start asking around, I could ask around. I'm I'm just curious what he's he's training with. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, you think about if some of these guys weren't in training situations or even in that, having that structure, you see guys don't perform that well. Yeah, yeah. But he's a pretty yeah, disciplined I'm kid as well. Um, so it's not surprising to see him have that success. But, yeah, I can't wait. Whenever they, uh, whenever they have the money for him, I can't wait to watch him wrestle. But you think about that lineup. If they had Wick, I mean, you know, Hilger's not having the year we maybe thought he would. But you have Hil- Hilger, Wick, Amos, Barnett's coming along. Weiler. And Weiler. I mean, that's, you know, a couple All-Americans. And it's, the, the season just looks really different for those guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So figured we could talk some ACC since that is imminent and then finish up the tiers discussion for uh, for today and get into a little bit of action and um, mm-hmm. move on. Starting with the ACC. So seeds are out, brackets are out. You can check all that out on flowwrestling.org. And the, pro- the projected scores based on the pre-seeds has NC State first with 158. Uh, obviously, no bonus points factored in. 
Uh, Tech second, 147.5. UNC, 140. UVA, 136. Pitt, 134. And Duke, 94.5. So um, that was just my qu- quick um, plug and go. Solid math. So, yeah, so it's it's there for – NC State is the favorite on paper right now. And, and Tech won that duel by the, by the skin of their teeth. But after it all shakes out and the seeds – and there were no seeding surprises or anything – um, questionable about the seeds that you saw, right, Bracky? Uh, no, the only thing that it was, it's random, but at 125, um, the six seed beat the five seed head to head, and yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. I think they got just used <clears> to <throat> slotting Duke in that in that last spot and neglected that. That's why Duke had so many points. Is what I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably uh, well, I I plugged it into NCA scoring. This is not probably exact, but um, oh, so getting a whole bunch of points, <laughs> getting a whole bunch of points for taking sixth. Yes, oh, yeah, funny. exactly. Okay, um, got it. So, looking at uh, Bracky, kind of break it down. Where where do you think the team race is really going to come down to, or where are some opportunities for Tech to make up those points, or even even UNC? Um, well, one forty one is really the first one in in my opinion where it could. It could swing because it's really fun. Wait, you have Hilligus and Cole Matthews round one. And Matthews has had really close matches with all the top guys in the ACC there. But if he wins that, he'll have Tariq Wilson in the semis. They've had two wild matches. Last year, ACC, it was 10-9 Tariq. This year, it came down to tiebreakers and ended up being Tariq in the tiebreakers. Um, but if, like, if Matthews is able to knock off Tariq, and keep him from making the finals, that would be huge. Or if Helgis is able to pull off two upsets in a row, that'd be huge. And it's one of the few times, I think there's only like three weights, where Virginia Tech and NC State are on the same side of the bracket. Oh, that's crazy. Um, mm. Right. So that's absolutely massive. Um, 33 could be could be interesting too because you have a guy like Jarrett Trombley at the five seed for NC State and he'll have Louis Hayes in the opening round, but then the winner of that gets Mickey Philippine. Obviously, Philippine's a huge favorite there. Yeah. For for Tech, you know, you, you got to think, hey, we can win 133, and that would be a big opportunity mm-hmm. for them to make up some points. And lo- looking at the bracket, you feel pretty good about Corbin Myers making the final there. And oh, he's, yeah. he's beaten Mickey Philippi in the past, um, but Philippi's so tough to score on. And Meanwhile, Myers has been super offensive, so it's gonna, that'll be a great match. But that's an opportunity for Tech to to make up some points. Uh, on the opposite end, twenty five is an opportunity for NC State to like turn the tides. Latona's the one seed there with Camacho, the two. Clearly, Camacho can win that match. He had yep. it all but one at the duel without the crazy late match heroics from Latona. Uh, NC State wins that duel. So that's obviously one that NC State's going to have circled. You mentioned 41 is going to be fun. What are some other spots? 49, we talked either yesterday or Tuesday about Andonian and Ed Scott, how that match was pretty yeah. crazy last time. That was time. a fun match. Mm-hmm. And so that will be a semi. Um, and if you're tech, you have to have that. You got you to gotta, you gotta push Andonian through to the finals. Um, but a good opportunity there for NC State to – to knock off Tech. Um, 57, also Tech has a great opportunity. Hayden is Hayden Heidley's top seed. He's going to walk to the finals. Um, and then, but on the bottom, Connor Brady and Justin McCoy was a 3-2 match last time, and Brady was in multiple times in the third period for the match-winning takedown. If they're able to push him through to the finals, 
obviously Hayden he didn't uh Hayden didn't major Brady last time, but just getting those final points from Brady would be huge. Yep. It's sixty five is absolutely wild. Uh Wenzel gets the top seed, Mikai Lewis is two. Um and then your four or five matchup this round one. one. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, this is one where uh that NC State can make up the most points because I feel like I could see Bullard in the finals here. Yes. He For had sure. he beat Wenzel this year. Um yeah. But he lost to Monday in kind of that wild match. If you remember, oh he was gosh. winning, and then UNC smartly threw the challenge brick. And, I mean, if they hadn't thrown that brick, they go back to the middle with, like, 18 seconds left and Bullard with, like, a 2-0 lead um, and Monday yeah. on bottom. Yeah, it's tough. Right. So, But then they throw the challenge brick, they win. Monday ends <clears throat> up winning the match. But like you said, Ben, Bullard has beaten Wenzel this year. Um, so if he's able to knock off – Kennedy Monday in the round one. That it's a really nice matchup for NC State, and then I don't I don't know how healthy Makai is. You feel like even oh, yeah. even um, I don't know sixty seventy percent Makai will make the finals here uh, over Jake Keating. It um, would be pretty handily in the duel, but I don't, I just don't know what kind of what kind of shape he's if in. If he doesn't wrestle or can't wrestle or be himself, and they don't get, I mean, finalist points there, that's Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it becomes insurmountable for Tech, but it gets so tough. I mean, they already have kind of a limited margin for error. Now you're going to need some some pretty wild things happen. You're going to need to see NC State really kind of trip over themselves in a couple weight classes. If to- it's like a situation where maybe the injury can't get worse if he wrestles, you right. know, uh, if he can, it might be good for him just to at least <laughs> – do whatever he can do to win that match and, and get to the finals. And then, I don't know, maybe... Where, don't, maybe not specific. Where was the injury? Was it a shoulder? It, he kept holding here. Like, it wasn't, like, all the way up here he was oh. holding. It was, like, kind of, it felt like in, in pec here. Area, pec, yeah, pec, pecs pec. are bad news. But, yeah, like, pec. the pec, like, comes into the shoulder, yeah. Right, row. Um, oh. 74, you feel like NC State's in a really good spot here. Uh, Buller just top seed. And he, he majored Howard in the duel, and that too likely would be in the semi. So you feel really good about that um, as an NC State fan. 84, this should be another collision between Bolin and Hydley. I'm not sure Trent scored a takedown. He hasn't. In their three matches now. Not. Three matches? 20 minutes, zero takedowns. Hard to believe. What? That's wild. I mean, I, okay, so honestly, though, I did not realize that statistic. Honestly... When I think about Trent, uh, Trent, it's like there's some things that – are you laughing? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to mess up the last name. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Carter and Trent so, and – Yeah, I was going to say their first names. They're, they're cool dudes. Yeah, okay. So – but he's got he has limited offensive attacks. Like he can only do a few things. He's not super diverse. And he just so happens to be able to do those things to a lot of people. And I always thought, you know, there's going to be someone who can kind of shut him down. So obviously Hunter Bowen has scouted him really well and is shutting down probably his underhook game mostly, right? Is, is what he shuts down? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And then uh, the, I'm pretty sure Rodney time. Uh, no, no one else shuts that down. Miles Nobody. and Ink couldn't shut it down. Yeah, it is kind of weird to see yeah. how good he is at shutting that down. Um, 
He also has given Trent problems on top. I know the last match came down to like three or four seconds of riding time, and I believe that's not the only one that has. I think their match, their first match in the duel last year, did uh, Bolin got riding time as well. So that's interesting. You got to feel like all these squeakers, Trent's going to get one at some he point, was, right? He was so close that takedown in the duel. Well, that was, it, it's oh, yeah. sort of debatable that, that he didn't get it, honestly. That was, no takedown. that was the first time I think you saw Trent's pace kind of wear on Bowling because that was kind of like, it wasn't like a great attack. You know, he kind of got like side by side with him here with the underhook and just dropped down to a single and Bowling looked pretty tired there on the edge and was able to yeah. get out of bounds with only a few seconds left. But, yeah, it was really close. That's probably the closest he's gotten, honestly. It feels like they're they're going to hit two more times. feels like they're going to hit at NCAAs, too. Like well, but just... they'd have to be on the same side because I, I know you're picking Aaron Brooks over one of them. That's a good point. Brooks, I don't know if Brooks will get the one necessarily. If, if really? Bolin wins if... ACCs, he'll be the one. Yeah, so. Yeah, really? Maybe... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's been – I think we get a new set of coaches' rankings today, but he's been ahead. I'm pretty sure he was ahead of Brooks in the last coaches' poll. Damn. I don't know what would okay. change if they both just keep winning. So if Trent – But is Louis, Louis Dupre, is he, is he undefeated? He is. Oh, snap. So then would – Let's see what they did in the Trent, coaches' rankings last loses, time. Yeah. Well, if Trent loses both would and the other three four. are undefeated – You'd probably drop down to four. They, yeah, you would think you would so. Think. They, they went Bolin Brooks, Hydley Dupre last time, and Trent had the loss to Bolin already on his resume. Here's the other thing, though: if Dupre or Dupre wins, is going to win EIWAs. Yes, and yes. Bolin, let's say Bolin wins ACCs. Parker Keckheisen, if he wins Big Twelves, he is currently undefeated. Correct. Mm-hmm. So he could be the uh, he could be the yeah. four because I yeah, I, mean, I have, he'd have a, to have some, he'd have to have some big wins to win because he's gonna have Samuelson and Gear at least in Big Twelve. There's probably more than that. Well, he's beaten he's, he's beaten Gear already. Beaten Gear, yeah. Britt Wilson to Tier One win. If if Parker yeah. wins ACCs or Big Twelves, I think he'll be the four. How crazy is that? Really, I mean, I, the four versus the five. I don't know if that really helps, but yeah, it's cool. Four versus the five. I mean, maybe there's – and if Trent wins ACCs, could he be the three? Are we getting crazy? I know, Ben. I think we're getting crazy. <laughs> Why is that crazy? That seems biased. I mean, like, listen, if I could draw the bracket and I want to give Parker a leg up, let's throw him in at number three. Because, obviously, I think what you'd say just looking at this bracket is after number five, it drops down, right? So if you go put him in the number three spot where he's going to wrestle the number six guy, that's going to be a gigantic benefit to being the number four or the number five. Because the number four or five, you're going to wrestle Trent or Hunter or somebody good, really good in that mix. Yeah. Now, I think so there's the, a case. The three would be a huge benefit. I think it's possible he gets it. I mean, I think it's possible um, Trent wins. I mean, obviously, right? I mean, they have... Coach has yeah. had him three with a loss on his resume already. Trent? Yeah. that was These, these came out after he lost to Bolin. So they had him three. And they left him at three ahead of Dupre. But if he can... Mm, yeah, it'll be... Be curious, because Dupre has beaten... He had a big win last year. Did he beat 
Trent last year? Yeah, he beat. I think so. That's sort of a weird move. Might by have the... a scuffle. Yeah, I, the prey beat him I three to it, two. Was there a, I think there was a duel. Wasn't there between those two? Yes, and Trent beat him at the duel first. Yes. It was at Binghamton, if I'm mm-hmm. remembering correctly. 2-1 tiebreakers, and then Dupre got him back 3-2 at Scuffle. So that's kind of a weird move from the coaches, Paul, to um, – is it really – that's a case for Dupre to be ahead of – I mean, if you've beaten him in the past and he's got a loss, I don't know. It's tough because those guys are all so close. And then there's Aaron it Brooks. It sucks this year. The seating the – seating's... Well, that's why coaches uh, are doing I, I would not want to no. be on the seating – panel this but year the problem it, is many rankers it. shouldn't should also not be doing rankings too so we're down right. to a, just a few people that should be doing this who should be doing rankings probably kyle Brackey and andrew spay the only two well no there's others but i just off the top of my head okay committee of intelligent folks yes uh then moving on at 97 we think i mean it sounds like it's going to be renan renan it's renan they had a wrestle oh he beat up Trimble. Trumbull. <laughs> Him too. <laughs> he beat he beat Trimble and Trumbull back to back. Uh yeah, it sounds like there was a final wrestle off and uh Renan won. Man. Wow. You gotta figure if he doesn't get pinned by that Duke, the Duke ninety seven pounder, that wrestle off probably doesn't happen. Because Trumbull would have been undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated. I'm, yeah. Holy cow. Man, Reed has been really, really, really good. He's wrestled to a high level in his career. Never at the NCAA folk style tournament, but uh, man, I feel like he could get if it's the best version of Nick Reenan, he could give some people a lot of trouble. He get had a. It's it's tough to say where he's at right now. He lost to Aiello close, and then hasn't hit anyone else relevant. Yeah, because uh, he wasn't the guy. So it'll be we'll learn a lot at, at uh, ACCs, and he. Is he? It's a tough draw. He's um, he's on Nino's side. He'd have Smelter in the or Andy Smith uh, in the first round. One ninety seven is pretty deep at at the ACC level. Yes, yeah, it is. He he's wrestled Bon Corsi before from their time at at one eighty four, and it has not gone well for Nick. Uh, an yeah, Edo I'm major ten three loss. Yikes. I'm looking through his seasons, and man, as good as he's been, he made freaking final X, and now he he's, beat Richard Perry man, and a bunch of hammers to do that too. Yes, and man, he—I mean, his best season—he's still got five or six losses against guys who are not super great. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Okay, so that was '97 at the ACC. Um, that's that's a weight where t- Tech like. Will maybe have to outperform their seed significantly. You're looking for an opportunity. That's probably not the best one, but they might need to, especially if Makai's not himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one. That one's a wild card because you don't know what you're getting from Reynan. Mm-hmm. You don't even know who Virginia Tech's necessarily going with yet, and even whether it is Smelter or Smith, what do you get out of them? You know. Yep. Um, so then at 285. You feel good about Wilson from NC State making the finals, but then Borst has a chance here on the bottom side against Quinn Miller to um, make up. Yeah, make up some team points and get to the finals. They've had close matches in the past, but it's been Miller. Yep. So that's that's the ACC. Going to be fun all day Sunday. Uh, we're going to have plenty of coverage. We have preview content coming. We're going to be doing a bunch of stuff day of. So. It'll be a fun time with bros here in uh, Austin, Texas.
And also Raleigh, yeah. if you're able to go. I don't know what their situation is. Probably not. Uh, but so I guess they just told the Mac that the 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 kids could have fans last night. Cause I had a parent came into my club and he's like, "Yeah, they just told us today." You going? No, 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 no. The, the parent of a kid on the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but they didn't tell him before before yesterday. So then the tournament starts tomorrow. So it's like you know, book travel and go in one day. How annoying is that? Okay, perfect segue. Um, get into some of the the highlights action. for for the action there, Bracky. You're our resident Mac expert. There are some deep weights. Um, with three four ranked guys, forty one is one. You have number four Alan Hart, ten. Jason Simon, Saul Irvin's had a really good year, and then uh, Derek Spawn, sixty-five is pretty solid with four or five guys. Keegan, um, Oyenik, Colt Yinger, Jake Silverstein, Alex Kramer are all fringe, have been ranked guys. Uh, Seventy-four, Peyton Mako have a chance to get up in the top ten. Ben um, with Andrew yeah. McNally, the top seed from Kent State, uh, while Jeremiah Kent is. Ranked ahead in the national ranking. Well, hold on, you, you skip Mason, Mason Kaufman. No, oh, he's yes. not my guy, but he's he's another Wisconsin guy. Yep. Uh, yep. He's 16. He's tough. Um, and then while Kent's ranked ahead of Wilson in the national rankings, Wilson's defending MAC champ. Uh, and Rocky Elam has another opportunity to take a big jump up with Bulsic at 97. And then heavyweight's really good mm-hmm. with Matt Stencil, Zach Elam, and Ethan Laird's been awesome that, since moving up from 97. I think he actually beat Elam at U23s in freestyle, um, and he just beat Jordan Wood a few weeks ago. So he's been awesome for a rider at heavyweight there. Uh, 57 too, I kind of missed that one. Delavecchia, um, defending Mac Champ from Ryder. JQs and Ruffin is another really good oh, that's one. That's a good one. Ben, have you heard anything about Missouri making a change at 125? Uh, no. Do you want me to ask? <laughs> well, we just <laughs> we 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 heard a rumor that maybe Connor Brown was banged up and that might be Noah Certain. Okay, I'll ask. Okay, <laughs> he's on it. Let us know. But 20, 25 is good. You have Hildebrand, who's a top five guy, undefeated. Uh, he could cause some some uh, me- not messed up seeds, but could throw a wrench in seeding at one twenty five if he's undefeated. Uh, and then Connor Brown or Noah Certain, but Certain just beat Trav- uh, Trevor Master Giovanni. Yeah, Jake you, Ferry you guys has might be been. Onto something. We might be onto something. That was, that was quick. A lot of Tiger style watching. Jake Ferry has a win over Killian Cardinal uh, and has been in and out of the top 25. And then Luke Werner, his Lock Haven is back their first time on the mat this year. Two years ago, he had wins over Brody Teske, Brandon Courtney. Um, so action is going to be fun too. get some action. Yeah. Get it. Get it going. Return of the action. Oh. Return of the action. Hey, a couple of things. The, ma- the action starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Two days of action though, right? Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Big tournament. Oh, the action don't stop. Oh, wow. Okay. A couple of things. Uh, we got, uh, of course, Kozak coming through. I asked how many, what's the most NCAA champions that, uh, teams ever had and not won the team title. So the answer is four. No one's ever won four and not won. Really? Oh, but no they're ever okay. Guys. We surmise cor- that people had won three and still yes, not won. So in 2012, Cornell had three with Kyle Dake, Steve Bozak, and Cam Simes all winning, and they did mm, not win. Nice. Um, oh. And then you got to go all the way back to ten years to 2002 Iowa State that had three champs and did not win. Mm, so it is yes. it is pretty dang right. 
And actually, it's like, um, and then 20 more years mm -hmm. for Oklahoma. But then it happened all the time before that, it seems. Yeah. It was, a, it was a very frequent occurrence. And I remember that Michigan State team in 42, but some of these others I'm a little cloudy on. So uh, <laughs> I can't quite remember those squads. You can't remember the champs uh, on that? Uh... No. I, that, that 49 UNI team, I'm still. That, that's Bill Cole, right? That's Rob Cole's grandpa. Sweet old Bill. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. I think so. And it was Iowa's not UNI. It was Iowa Teachers College. I know. Yeah. Wild. That's wild. 76 get... Wisconsin. That was probably Lee Kemp, um, Jack Reinwand, and Pat Christensen, maybe. Jack Ryan, huh? Jack Reinwand. Okay. Reinwand. I don't I'm not familiar with him. Get a Hell of a name. I know Lee, I knew Lee Kemp. Yep. Okay, so that's interesting. Thank you for that nugget, John Kozak, and doing that research. He had that tweet out like right after or dur perhaps during the show. So I don't know. He just had that handy. Apparently. He dropped everything he was doing. He, he got on it. He dropped it all. Uh, it's he good. had that information ready to go. I he think had it in the chamber. In his pocket. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, from the world of Twitter, Shane Sparks is kind of calling out Kyle Brackey. I saw that. Uh oh, <laughs> for a match for the that. match. Yeah, he said. He said. He said that Brackey Let's better not it. go on bottom. I'll be taking a, a trip to Matt Return City. So he's gonna put you through the earth, Kyle Dake style. Shane Sparks. <laughs> oh my what gosh, I would love to see Shane Sparks wrestle because he he you know he says all the he gets all fired up during the show uh, when he's doing broadcasts. I'd love to see him try to Matt return Kyle Brackey with short time left. I think he'd learn some. He freaking loves Matt returns. He loves Matt returns. <laughs> he takes <laughs> just for the Matt returns. <laughs> Big Matt return guy. That's okay. Oh, no. um, so it's been asking. Remember when he said that Kyle Dake would beat Jordan Burroughs in a fictional match because of Matt returns? Yeah, Jordan got Matt returned like six times. Kyle Dick got mid in 16 right now. <laughs> oh my He's gosh. staying on that take. I like it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> preposterous. Oh, it's not go. preposterous. Michael Chandler <laughs> wrote him for two and a half minutes. Christian Piles. 157. Ancient. That's a different. That's a different. Dude. He won an NCAA title undefeated that year. We're going to act like this was a baby Jordan Burroughs. This was a very, very high-level Jordan Burroughs. You, you, I can't do this again. I can't. I can't. <laughs> You're wrong. You're always wrong. You're I always wasn't wrong. wrong. Yeah. I was not wrong. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. Jordan no is better. Jordan Burroughs is better at wrestling than Kyle Dake. Okay, but he lost a match, which is possible, in a fictitious tournament by losing riding time. That <laughs> happened. It didn't happen. <laughs> can't tell me that it happened. <laughs> I love how Ben says it happened. It happened. They snapped. It happened. Oh my gosh! All right, Ben, let's go to tears. You're making me. You want to go to tears? You don't want to talk about Joe Burrows anymore? No, I've said my piece. I already won the argument. It's said over. My piece, Chrissy. Said my piece, you Chrissy. You do not win the argument just because Joe Burrows agrees with you. He's obviously biased. I won the argument. It's over. It's over, Ben. I'm sorry. I wish there was something oh, I could do about God. it, but at this point, all we can oh, do is wow. move on. One sixty-five. No, I would. I would. Can we? Can we seriously set up the the Sparks versus Bracky match? I'm in for that. I want to see Sparks <laughs> versus Bader. That's an energy battle, right no, there. No, Bader. Bader. Uh, listen, Shane's great, but Bader's Bader's really good. Bader's gonna he's, bring the heat on. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna wreck him. Yeah, know. that's not gonna be good. 
Um, I feel like a, I, I mean, feel like Bracky, those... I think Bracky's gonna take him out. I don't think Shane even wrestled in college. Shane was uh, we had uh, let's see, maybe prior to two thousand two in Wisconsin, we had a private school separate division, and Shane was a a, a runner up in that at the state tournament. So I think I think Kyle Kyle's gonna get him. Yeah. So we've got a Kyle is significantly younger than uh than oh, Shane. Yeah. But does it is there a is there a dad strength component um, with Shane? Bracky's a dadkey. He is a father, so that helps. Yeah, Um, he does have dad strength as well. Yeah, that's good. So I don't know. We'll just have to. I'm gonna Matt return Shane just to be disrespectful. Oh wow! I'm I'm feeling like Anthony Ashnold, Chris Ayers vibes here. Like you're gonna be holding up the ten at at Shane's Shane's corner. Yep. Um. God, that was so awesome. Ten mat returns. That was epic. Um, <clears throat> Okie doke. One sixty-five tiers. We made it all the way through. If you haven't listened, uh, I think yesterday we did twenty-five through fifty-seven. So now we're gonna try to wrap it up here today. I had some. Some of these were really tough. One eighty-four and one ninety-seven almost uh, broke me. So I'll need some of your help here. But one sixty-five, at least tier one, I thought was kind of simple. I went Mackay, Marinelli, and Shane Griffith as. Uh, Tier one. I did not I like invite. It. I did not bring Travis Whitlake in. I know that may be uh, something you guys disagree with, but I agree with it. That's why I did it. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't know that I disagree with that at all. When you look at well, Whitlake, he's he's been really solid. But who in that group that has he beat that would make us? Think why does Griffith get to go guys? there then? Because he beat Whitlake. Yeah. I feel That's like there's why. separation between Griffith and what, like, I mean, I wish we got to the NCAA tournament last year, but yes, that's how I feel for sure. Yeah. So you you think uh, it should be Bull and Mackay tier one? No, no, no. Steve? I agree with you. No, I'm talking to St- Steve. Is Steve is pushing oh, yeah. back at Griffith. Well, I'm just – I. I I think I I know he beat he beat Whitlake, but I would put those guys I, – I don't know if I would put Griffith in that tier. I mean, he's undefeated last year. I know his wins weren't great, but he did beat – he did beat Whitlake. I know. I don't. Know. I think he's a title contender. I think you look at Mackay's sort of uh, his struggle against Jake Wenzel and potential injury. I think he's right there. My argument would be you just either move Whitlake up, and I, and he's just the bottom half of that tier, or you yeah. pull Griffith down and he's the top of the next tier. That would be mine. I could actually see. I could see. I think moving Whitlake up is more reasonable than. Uh, pulling Griffith down. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really, th- I really think there's, I really believe there's separation there from those guys. Now, for all I know, Travis Whitlake will beat Mackay this year. I don't know. Um, and also, Mackay's I, I healthy. Mackay could lose a couple of these dudes. Yes, for sure, for sure. So, and, and another guy in there, I, I had a so for tier two. Tier two is fun, I believe. Travis Whitlake, Keegan O'Toole, I bumped him way the heck on up. Anthony mm-hmm. Valencia, Jake Wenzel, Danny Bronigal has been great this year, and Ethan Smith, yeah. who Ethan Smith's got he's got the skills to go with a lot of these guys. He's so good on his feet. But man, you watch the Bronigal match, it's like you're better, but just one takedown, you can't get off the bottom and with forty seconds to go, it's like I've seen this movie before. Uh so what what are your thoughts on on that tier? Is there anyone else that you think should be in it, Ben? Or Kyle? Um, I'm looking. I said, man, I didn't realize Anthony Valencia lost so so many matches last year. I am uh, 
No, I mean, I, th- I think that tier is good. Uh, I know that a few guys below that would probably argue to be in that tier. I, I don't want to say that Keegan O'Toole is unwarranted. Um, <laughs> and th- there's obviously a possibility he's in that tier, or poss- I, in my opinion, possibly even the one above him. Um, but I think he's still got to get out there and prove it. And it's not really his fault, but he hasn't got to wrestle um, anyone that's super high ranked this year. So that's right. kind of what I think. Yeah. And then when you see, um, I don't know if you, if you meant to do this space between Cam Amin and, and the next person. Did you mean to do that? I, and Joe Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Really? <laughs> so you think those, those three are, uh, Hartman through Amin are their own tier then? I don't know. No, I'm not, the I'm not one, super passionate about that. In my opinion, the one person that is in tier three currently that has a possibility to be, be tier two is Bullard. Um, yeah. when he's on, on good days, but he also has a loss to Fermato and, uh, and Monday, but he also has a win Mondays over Winslow when he's on. Too. I was going to say Mon- Monday's a guy, he could beat some of these tier two guys maybe, but he could lose to tier three and even tier four dudes. hundred percent. don't know what's going to happen when that guy wrestles. Um, except he will get a takedown. He takes down Jace just about everybody, including Makai. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> who dudes up thin to two on Jake Keating and loses eighteen fifteen and sometimes gets <laughs> pinned by Zach Hartman in the first period. Um, right after he got pinned by Hartman right after he texted David McFadden. Correct. Those so, were like back to back matches. That and the, that is like the perfect example of the swings you get with Kennedy Monday. Yeah, it's a wild ride. You know? He's just swings. Yeah. He's transferring and he's back. You know? He's in the portal and he's Tar Heel forever. It's just kind of all over. Well, he's freaking fun to watch. Um, um, yeah, so I, uh, I, didn't, in, I can't remember all these guys, but Peyton Robin, Tier 3, like, and then Tanner Skidgill, I feel when I look at those guys, I think, wow, those guys, like, they could potentially All-American, but they must not be. Uh, Skidgill, especially, I don't know what his record is this year. I'm going to pull it up. But he feels like he's been better than that to me. He's nine and one. He's only got a loss to win, so why is he so low? Well, that's what the that's the point. Yeah, maybe he should be a little maybe he should be a little higher. What's his what's his best yeah. win? Uh his best win that he does not have a good win this year. Okay. Not well then there you go. <laughs> he does <laughs> that he last somebody. year, Zach Hartman, uh Kill McCormick twice, Thomas Bullard. He only lost to Shane Griffith two to one. He's a scrapper. Yeah, I'm, he's the king yeah, of keeping it close. He is. He's tough to. Um, yeah, guys. Last year, his only losses: Evan Wick, Vincenzo Joseph, David McFadden, and Shane Griffith. Bums. He could be higher for sure. Yeah. Now I'm curious. First year with uh, Coach Cole, how bad did he lose to Wenzel? Five two. Five two. First match of the year. Mm-hmm. Man, Wenzel's a fun guy. He's a. Uh, I didn't expect him to be this this guy for for Pitt. He's really come along. I'm, I'm yeah, I think Skidgill Skidgill should, should Skid. How do you say the damn name? Schedule. I think <laughs> we've always schedule. said schedule. Yes, we've said schedule. Yeah, you that DG makes least, a ju. Yeah, at least tier three. But I mean, I think you could make an argument to put him all the way up in tier two because really he only lost to last year. It would be you'd say that was. Um, you'd say that's three tier one guys and a tier two guy. 
So Wick okay, so, is tier one. Well, he's never beaten a tier um, two guy. Why would he be in there? He could be tier three. I would I would uh, agree with that. But mm. why? What he goes into tier two because he lost to someone in tier two? That doesn't make any sense. There's nothing that suggests he's he can beat those guys. Well, well you got you have Hart, you have Hartman and Bullard in tier three, I guess, and he's beaten both of them. Yeah, he should be in there. I agree with that. Okay, all right. Top of, think, put him top, top top of tier three. You're right, Ben. I like him. I okay. Spark, this is, four is interesting because like if Andrew Sparks, he's been really impressive guy. Uh, Peyton Rob, I mean Peyton. I don't know if it's where I feel like you have him too low. Let's look him up. Well, yeah, let's let's do. He's he's not. He been... lost to Braun Eagle, Sparks, Marinelli. Right, but who's he beaten this no, year? No great wins. Yeah, and he's he had really opportunities. Had yeah. Yep. I mean, he beat Caleb Young. Well, that's yeah. Liam, where is that? Cool. Okay, that's sixty-five. From I'm uh, man, pr- gun to your head. What's the final? Yeah, what's the NCAA finals for this one? Ben. Marinelli O'Toole. Ooh, Ooh, let's go! Oh man, he had it holster. Yeah, <laughs> little home cooking, but I like yeah, it. I love it. Oh, nothing tastes better though. Uh uh-uh. uh Nothing tastes better mm-hmm. than home cooking. <laughs> All right, Marinelli, I'm I'm kind of with it. I'm kind of with it. I can't wait to watch him at Max on the NCAA final. Dude, that would be. Oof. Oh man, oh, let's just um, let me calm down. Let's go to one seventy four. <laughs> 174 was tough for me. I had a hard time with this one. I'm curious what you'll think. I mean, you may yell at me. I went Kimmer, Labriola, and Carter and Tier 1. And I did not include, and I know that he lost to Donnell Washington, and I know he beat Massa and Romero in overtime, and uh, I simply do not care. And I put him in the first tier, tier anyways. One to me. He's Tier 1 to you. Dang it. Yeah, I mean, but the other thing, I think you could put Romero in this tier. I mean, Romero lost a double overtime to, to Carter, and he lost a stall call. And, yeah, I, I, I put him in with Kemmerer. A stall call and a legal hold to Kemmerer. It was 3-1 on a, a stall call because he hurt his ankle and an illegal headgear grab. Like, Kemmerer couldn't even take him down. Romero could be tier one for sure. Put him in there. I do not want him. I need Bracky to not be going to war on Facebook. Bracky, no, I, I'm not. he's not going to war. No, I'm Bracky. just answering a question. I'm not going to war. All right, going. He's not going to war. But I need, I need uh, some help here on the on tier one. I do not think Caleb Romero's tier one personally. <clears throat> I just gave you two really good reasons why he was. Because Clo- he lost close to guys. Well, that's but that, what, like, the whole point of tiers that, like, is you see you can see them beating other guys in that tier, and I can see that for sure. Yeah, you couldn't see that. Like I mean, Romero's beating... Rocky match go the other way because he was in deep multiple times. Well, what about Massa? Yes. Then now we go mega tier one. Cause I, why is Massa not in there? Yeah. Why is Massa not in there? I mean, you tell us, tier master. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not Logan, really mad at that. Logan <laughs> Massa does. I mean, he he won one against Demetrius Mera, but the first time they wrestled, he tech fought him. So okay, I'm just saying. Like now, here's 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 why I ended up with this this step. Now we could have a mega first tier with Staraki mega tier. You're good with two. I mean, this one tier is gonna have two Romeros in it. Two Romeros now. What if Cameron was in a tier of his own? What'd you say? What if Cameron no, was in a tier how? of his own? No, he couldn't even take down Romero with a bum ankle. 
Man, I'm throwing yeah, that match out. Angle. He's throwing it out. No, he why? He I'm not saying it out. didn't count. I'm just uh, like that's what he you're trying to me say. That it didn't happen. Out. He's beaten everyone on this list. Demetrius so, Romero. Let's look at him. Hmm. Kimmer Island. That's How about an interesting... Bernie Trouks though. What Bernie Trouks tier one? I think they go Truax on it. Yeah. Truax. <laughs> Truax. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. There are way too we you know we have to say so many last names on this show. Yeah, a lot of names, so a lot of names. It's not like ESPN where you just talk about LeBron James and, and Tom Brady and everybody. We gotta we gotta know all yeah, these people's names. I don't see Demetrius Romero tier one. I, maybe I'm being biased. I just don't feel that way about him. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what's his best win in his whole career. Joe, uh, uh, gassed Logan. out Joe Smith. Massa. Massa is his best win. When? CKLV. They wrestled in like quarterfinals. Massa oh. teched him. Massa was they terrible hit on the that back, year. Then Massa they hit on the backside, and he beat him like nine to six. Well, I mean, you can make the argument that Massa hasn't been good since his freshman year. If you're going to say that, yeah, yes. what's true? But if you look at if you look at the tells NCAA results, he lost to Bryce Steyer and then Alex Marinelli in the blood round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that so 2017, 2018, Logan Massa was 17 and 8, and the following year he was 23 and 7. Not exactly awe inspiring. Um, I mean, I, I would have totally written Massa off this year, but he's been so good in freestyle that you got to kind of, I feel you have to consider him in there. And he hasn't made us think otherwise with his folk style results. He's got one loss in double overtime. Yes, tiebreakers. Yeah. To a guy who have tier one. What about this? What about this? All right. This is this is my argument for Kimmer in a tier by himself. None of these dudes have beaten him. They're all chasing him, right? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to differentiate which one is the top contender, right? Man. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So you go Kimmer tier one, then you go Labriolas to Rocky, Massa, Caleb Romero two. I kind of no, like Demetrius Romero, and then tier three, Demetrius Romero comes down in here with um, Washington, McNally, Hastings, Mako, O'Malley too. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts, okay. reflections. I like it. I like it. I think that's probably the. Right I don't answer. know. I feel weird putting. I feel weird putting. This is an effing Spencer Lee. I feel weird putting camera on his. I'm own not. Tier. Yeah. There's not a huge. There's not this massive not a gap where. Spencer Lee is just pinning everybody in the first period. But it's like, this dude has a win yes. over Mark Hall. And none of these dudes have beaten him. I know he's had close calls. I know he didn't take down Caleb Romero. I know Labriola was a 3-1 to one match or 3-2, to two, whatever it was last time. But, but he won him. Yeah. You got to beat him. I and like all this. these dudes are just... I like that because I just feel like Labriola, Storaki, Massa, Romero, that's Caleb Romero, that's like... Uh, I can see that cannibalizing itself. I... I Kimmer is not in that mix, right? So I like this. Um, you know what? You may not, Ben, but that's okay. Um, so you really have Kimmer in his own tier? League of his own. No crying in wrestling. There's no <laughs> cr- <laughs> That's right. Um, so you don't endorse that, do you, Ben? I do not. I, this, this is not endorsed by me. No. All right. Um, ben looks bummed out about I mean, this, man. You took this one rough. Put him on the same tier. Just put him on top of that freaking tier. 
I kind of agree with Ben, but he's taking it a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> Is he taking this too hard? Yeah, you, you don't have to take it personal. We still oh, see, like would, you, Ben. Tyler, I would switch Demetrius and Caleb Romero. I know it, it's confusing because they both have the last yeah, name Romero. Yeah, there should only be one last name allowed per. He's, someone, whoever's younger should have to have a, a, a pseudonym or go by something. <laughs> I think we throw in a third Romero. You, oh, you add to add one. Romero Cotton. Romero Cotton. Yeah. Boom, done. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> ben is just so regretting being involved in this show. Okay, um, too late now. Tier, yeah, too late, Ben. You're already on. You're in. Uh, okay, so tier three. One eighty four is a disaster. One eighty four is a disaster. It's a disaster. An abject disaster. Because you guys made it a disaster. But... What do you mean we made it a disaster? It was a disaster when they all just took turns beating each other every single weekend, mainly in the Big Ten. Yeah, let's let's go to 184. We're not even going to finish 74. We just got to get to this. <laughs> so, Tier 1, I think, is kind of clear. We'll see what you think. Yes. I went Aaron Brooks, Hunter Bowen, Trent Hidley, and Lou Dupre. Okay? That's well, here's the thing. I'm not sullying the good name of Parker Keckheisen by putting him with, with that group of guys that cannot be consistent and cannot not lose to each other and then beat each other and cannibalize each other. I feel like Parker has not proven he's tier one by any stretch. But you look at Owen Webster and, and Tate Samuelson, and Dakota Gear, I guess, has been relatively consistent. All these guys, they beat guys above them and lose to several guys below them, and they all did it. And um, I feel like Kekheisen is not in that mix. I feel like he's well, a... here's my problem, though, and this is where uh, you, you're going to lose your mind, is tier three is 12 people. Usually your tiers are like, you know, six, five, seven, maybe. And I think you took the easy way out. You should have separated those guys into, a, you know, an upper portion of the do tier it. and a lower portion. How would you do that? There's no... Do you know the results of these you guys? You guys are then? the experts at the rankings. Well, you need to look at and it. And that's why it's a huge group is because they've all just – so, like, in the same day, Max Lyon beat Nelson Brands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure Rocky Jordan beat Max Lyon. That's what happened. Fact, yes. I looked it up this morning. And Nelson Brands beat Rocky Jordan that same day as well. And Taylor Vens. Yeah. Yeah, and then Taylor so Vans, Taylor Vans the loses this- to Nelson Brands by major, and then Nelson Brands loses to Bronigal. And then Vin's majors Bronigal. Are you seeing this, Ben? Who's on first? Yeah, but there's still, I, I would believe. Um, find find I, one I, guy. Listen, find, gonna... you're just, you just are hoping. You're, what is Dakota that Gear. Then? Okay, Tate Dakota Samuelson. Gear. And Tate Samuelson. You know what? Let's put, let's, so it's not Tate a one. Tate Samuelson per- has a loss to Colton Hawks, who's not even the starter from Missouri. Yeah, he'd be mm. third string at MIC. Second. Second string. Well, potentially third string. No, third string. Yeah. 2A. If he's behind Hawks and Hawks isn't starting, he'd be third string. But Jeremiah can't. I don't know. It feels like two... an easy way yeah. out to me. I don't think you're missing. What'd you say? He lost. Oh, he did. He lost to both Missouri guys in the same day. He That's lost. what I'm His saying. His only <laughs> losses are Colton Hawks and, and Jeremiah. That's what I'm saying. He'd Jeremiah be third string at Missouri. Um, oh, oh, I got you. So uh, maybe I you were saying Hawk, yeah. no, maybe Gear and Kekheisen are their own tier because Gear has only lost to Kekheisen, correct? No, he lost to Samuelson. Dad, well. go on it, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ben, this is our point. This is ben. our point. Hey, wait, look at Owen Webster. I can't. The Owen Webster. What about then, Owen Webster? Like Weiler, Owen Webster. Weiler on the first weekend, 
He loses to Rocky Jordan, but then beats Bronigal. You want to hear about Owen Webster? The the shenanigans this guy's pulling starts his year. Yeah, let's hear it. Five two loss to Nathan Haas, who is not the starter. Big Haas. Okay. Then he loses to Lane Malaszewski. He's fine, but you know that's a guy in that tier. Then he beats Max Lyon, John Posnanski, and Zach Bronigal. That's that is God. that's shenanigans. This is just that tier is not tier three. It is tier shenanigans. That's all they're doing. They're just this messing with Bracky, and I, I, and then it looked like you know the win over Owen Webster. It looked like okay, Lane Mauschewski is at the top of that group. Got it. And then he loses to Max Lyon. <laughs> hey, you know who's gonna come out of this tier though? I'm telling you right now, he's gonna turn it on a little bit. Oh, here, Taylor Vince. Yep. You think so? He's gonna turn it on right about now. Is he back? Well, you know what he figured out? He figured out before maybe he, he had some of his better performances in the early season. He said, ah, it's a waste of time. I'm going to suck <laughs> in the beginning, and then I'm going to come in with a heater about that's, conference and national. That's the Chad Red move. I like it. Yeah. Go for yeah. it, dude. Take control. He's probably going to beat it. Aaron Brooks. Stop. Beat him before? You never know. Not happening again. Different dude. Well, what if he, <laughs> what if he beats Aaron Brooks and Hadley beats Bowen? Is Parker going to be the two seed? Who's Headley? Oh, Hydley. Sorry. Hidley. I really, Hidley. I'm not, I wasn't trolling there. I really was confused. Um, Hydley, that's the right way. I even said yeah. it the right way. I thought you said head. Never mind. He just uh, misheard you. I misheard you. Um, I'm having AC's auditory hallucinations. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. So, 184, total mess. Um, Total, complete and total mess. Hey, hey, Tyler, that YouTube link, I don't know if you have it pulled up. I just want to show the worst stall call of the year. Just, uh, it should take you right to the time. time oh, yeah, I was going to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. Worst stall call of the year. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so bad, I almost broke down in tears. Top five all time? Maybe not, because the, the Mason Paris-Sam Stoll match exists. But Also, um, Griffin Perry out Brayton Lee last year at Big Tens oh, was atrocious. They hate. They hating on Ursland. Yeah. Why was are. that the worst of all time? I've seen way worse stall calls. What? Have you watched? Why it was yet? that the worst? You know, oh, they called the that... green one. Yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm so confused because <laughs> there was a there was a previous stall call. Yeah. When yeah. I click on the video, there's. So I, yeah, I that include... was a really bad. Go ahead and play it, Tyler. Yeah, play it out. Yeah, because like Chris is saying, well, it's important to see. It's important to see this what happens right. before. So this. Padola is yeah. all so over Jacob Warner. Call right there. That's fine. I'm like that's not bad. Right, that one's on Warner though. Yeah, yeah. So now Panola is just continuing to shoot, sprawl, shoot, shoot, shoot. He's got an underhook. He's moving him around. He's bringing Warner to the edge. Warner's trying to circle. He shoots. He kind of they just wrestle out of bounds and they hit Panola for stalling. It is all time bad. Tony Erzlin, the entire <laughs> Purdue. Bench is just absolutely in disbelief. I'm in disbelief that that happened. Um, and yeah, but you know what? It's I will never stop wow. until they fix this rule. I will not. It is so bad. This Because the refs are not going to stop messing it up. It's just, it is going to be good. Good refs are going to call this wrong. They do it all the time. The, making it to the Division One ranks of NCAA fishing is really, really hard to do. It takes really long. So these guys are really good and they know they just the rule is terrible. It's a terrible rule. The interpretation is wildly inconsistent. And 
the guys that implemented it back in like 2015 refused to acknowledge <clears throat> the mistake. They refused to just come to terms with it. We blew that. Even the hands to the face rule, they kind of like, all right, we need to do something about this. We got to kind of change it up a little bit. We got to make it potentially dangerous for some reason. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, but at least they addressed it. They won't address this. Put in a step out rule and and forget about it. Not this, not this garbage. Um, which brings me to the uh, AZ wrestling fan. Uh, seems like a step out for has overwhelming support. I don't know that it does. Uh, am I wrong? I think you might be. What are the odds we get a rule change soon? I don't think very good. How difficult is it for a rule like this to change? Not that difficult. Um, so I don't know what it's going to take. It's so common sense to me. It's clear the refs are never going to get on the same page about it. Um, well, I mean, all the time, too. They'll just call action so they don't have to make a call. Right. They'll do that. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen, I, I would be very curious to see if someone, you know, maybe that quant wrestling, yes, they're putting stats together. If they did, the percentage of times that the, the guys went out of bounds and action was called, I bet it's way higher this year than in past years. Like, way mm-hmm. higher. Yeah. I feel like they almost never call Song on the Edge anymore. Well, they did there. It's terrible bad. Okay. 197. I had a hard time with this one as well. I actually, I hate it. I hate, I hate <laughs> Tanner Sloan. I hate Tanner it. One. I just did it. I just, I just said, you know what? This guy is scoring. Yeah, you got the whole damn weight class in tier two. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. That's what I did. Out, man. That's what I did. You got the wait, whole wait, 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 wait. Time the F out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I see Nick Reenan in tier two. I did it. <laughs> what? Oh, you put the whole weight class in what tier two. Get him out. <laughs> I think, listen, it's out. No. What are you doing? He's got wins oh, over dude. Trumbull. What is this, He's final X ranking? Trumbull. That counts. <laughs> He'd be Trumbull. Trumbull would be tier two. In his career at 197, he is 10 and 6. Hey, above five. Listen, well, that would get you in the playoffs. The Trumbull win at 11. Gets you in the playoffs in the NFL. Oh I don't know my why gosh! Like, listen, um, his best win at 197. Mm, ben Smith from Cleveland State. He lost one out to Michael Beard. He's right there, guys. No. All right, you know what? You can you can throw tier. I I was more worried about my tier one, which I still think. I'm, I'm sorry. I just saw that and uh, can't have Tanner Sloan in tier one. Seven zero lost to Brandon Whitman. A loss All to right. Brian McLaughlin. What are we doing? I think it's a Whitman different Nick Green. The goat. Hey, the goat got some love last night. Yesterday. The goat, the goat Dick Jake Paul, no problem. No problem. Just threw in the half. Basic half no Nelson. Problem. Jake, Jake didn't understand what you were talking about when you said Ben kicked your butt, did he? <laughs> uh, he must have not realized I had posted the video. He didn't know I had the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of confusing. It feels like... Uh, you could have said Darmstadt just for clarity, since your name is Ben. Had his name been, you know, Jacob or something, you could. Have, but, um, I yeah. should have said Ben's full name. My bad. Ben Jim and Darm Darmstadt. Okay. Yeah, and I and the, hold on, Tanner Sloan tier one. Uh, what <laughs> See, we, I mean, you know, no, you know you what you I mean, did. Noah Adams beat him the last time they wrestled. This is a different guy. The number one. I'm saying a different, different guy. Different guy. He, different guy clause. You're activating the different guy I'm clause. A, I'm a, I have to activate it. Listen, he lost to um, Woodley last year. He beat him 6-1 this year. He is putting up video game numbers. This is how I see it. 
he needs to come he out. Have well, you, he one. either needs no. to he need either needs to yeah. come down or more guys need to go in tier one with him. Okay, break, get, add to the party, but I'm putting Tanner um, Sloan in there. Even Buchanan and Noah Adams. The the Woodley the Woodley flip is. Do you nice. know what this weight lacks in general? Well, you got Jacob Woodley in tier two. It's a big tier. Maybe it's uh maybe it's maybe it shouldn't be. And Michael Beard. Beard is putting up oh. crazy points. He's scoring a lot, Ben. I don't know why you hate on him so hard. You watch, Let me you watched him lose to Nate Jackson in the line of it. Now you think he stinks. Let's see who his best win is. He doesn't Michael have Beard. great wins. <clears throat> so okay, when they don't have win. <laughs> his best win is number 44, Gavin Hoffman. Crazy numbers. Right. He hasn't. Who has he got to face? He hasn't had the opportunity. Why does he get to be in tier two? He's got a loss to Ethan Laird. He's got a loss to Nathan Traxler. Those guys would be yeah. in tier two if they were 97 pounders for sure. Really? Yeah. I can't believe you don't well, have I mean, your main court by, by definition, you're including one. all yeah, 97 pounders. He's more deserving yes, than Tanner Sloan, than my, in my opinion. All right, we'll throw Cordell in there. You know I love Cordell Norfleet. I think this this weight lacks point scorers, guys that put up points. I think there's a few guys that do. There's not a lot of guys that score big points in this. It's a lot of hand fighters. Even Buchanan loves scoring points. So does but no, Adam. no Adams likes scoring points. That's AJ what's... Ferrari likes scoring points. No, he doesn't. Tanner Sloan. AJ likes Ferrari doesn't points. like scoring points. Yeah. AJ, AJ Ferrari likes to get one to two takedowns against good All right, guys. You're fine. You're right. He's scoring points against guys that weren't good. Um, I would say. I mean. Tanner Sloan is a point scorer, I think. Noah Adams, you're, I would, I would agree, big time okay. point scorer. Here's On what, a I, here's what he I would do. Scores points. Yes. I'd leave since you since you butt faces put Michael wow. Kemmer in tier. <laughs> Listen, <of his> <laughs> now hold on. Now <laughs> that's that, rude and disrespectful. Yeah, that's well, rude and uncalled for. Yeah. That is wasn't even a square. Stop being so sensitive, butt faces. <laughs> you're the one that always says we're bullying you. Now you're bullying us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm putting Miles Amin in a tier of his own, tier one. Oh, see. Tier two, I'm going to go Eric Schultz, Cordell Norfleet, Tanner Sloan, Stephen Buchanan, Noah Adams, rest of the dudes in tier three. No Jacob Warner in that group? I think that's no. shenanigans. That's shenanigans. I no. don't hate that, Ben. And I when... have to declare shenanigans and not having Jacob Warner included in that group. No, Jacob Warner. Jacob Warner is not in it. Stephen Buchanan's tier. You're saying that on on live. I would argue, live Warner, radio. Warner should be in tier two. Okay, I won't call I'll, you I'll an give A. You, I won't call I'll you give an you a. Warner. I'll give you Warner. And so when Christian first asked me about this, when I first walked in the office, I suggested that. Miles and me in, in a tier by himself. And it's not because I don't. I don't know. It's because these the group chasing him are right there in the top ten. Kind of feels like the same way tier two at 184 does. It feels like they're all just gonna beat each other, mm -hmm. and no one's gonna separate themselves. And Amin has been, I think, like fourth, third, third at NCAA's. Yep. And has went multiple wins over Bo Jordan, multiple wins over Daniel Lewis, and has like his last five losses in college are either to Mark Hall or Zahid Valencia. Yes. So, okay, after doing that at 174 with Kimmer, I think that's the right move. Amin's kind of separated. And I do, there is a scenario where I see Schultz, Norfleet, Sloan, Warner, Buchanan, Adams kind of all beating each other up. This weight, this weight is fun, actually. It's a very fun weight. 
You said it stinks. I'm not going to let you I didn't just say sit it here didn't and stink. say that. I didn't say it yeah, didn't stink. Did it, it doesn't stink. stink. It doesn't stink. It might not have, like, all these dudes that are going to go on and win the U.S. Open and make world team trials right and that. all that stuff. Yeah. But it is a fun weight that doesn't stink. Yes. It is, it a, is fun a fun weight that doesn't stink. It is stink. a fun weight. It and it's a young weight. weight. Uh, yes. It is young. They're all Elam college age. Elam <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. They're all, they're all great young men. Great young men. Student athletes. I was going to say that. You know Student. what? You know what's funny? I don't know how the co- how did the coaches get into the – like John Smith, he never misses, always able to call his guys student athletes. A couple of the coaches, always, it's like I can never – Because they're actually dealing with that every day. They got to make – you got to make sure your kids are staying eligible. They're doing their study hall hours. They're, yeah. uh, they're going to all their classes. Like that – we make fun of it. It's a big priority for coaches. No, it's it's good. It should be. It's just like the fact that like that's what they they're not wrestlers. They're student athletes. They they know what they got to say too. They, I know they know how to play the game way better yeah. than I would. Um. Okay, so this way it's a mess, and we're all mad at each other. And but it's okay. I'm not mad at anyone. I even let yeah, they were good. I even let it go. Ben said it calls butt faces. Yeah. Are we gonna let that? Slide? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it, but now you just reminded me again, and I'm. <laughs> Kind of bummed out about it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cool. It's just disappointing. You it, know? You know, You're better than that. It's just the guy. He's, he's supposed to be leading young young men and yeah. women in wrestling, and then they're just gonna. Sometimes call. you gotta call someone with a butt face. Wow, typical I mean, sellout. Typical, typical. All right, uh, I think 285 is a little less of a complete and total disaster, <laughs> like some of these weights tier wise. Um, you may throw things at me for putting Kirk Fleet in tier one. Some people would. I don't think anyone on this show would. Maybe Ollie. I was a little curious about it, but okay. I'm not going to Wow, ballsy move here, Christian Piles. Are you including freestyle results by any chance? Uh, no, absolutely not. I don't. I refuse. I'm able to completely take those results out. And no, so folk style, he gets to be tier one? No, I'm just kidding. I, of course, I'm considering what I've oh. seen him do in freestyle from neutral. Um, he's fantastic. But these aren't rankings. These are just like my perception of the weight. I think Kerfleet's in that in that top mix. Do you not? Uh, yeah, but I, I also include uh, freestyle results. Yeah, I do too. Man, I'm missing Cornell at the last weight class. Last two weight classes, thinking about Gabe Dean. I mean, they, all three, all four of these weight classes: Chris Foca, um, Gabe Max Dean, <laughs> not Gabe Dean. He's thirty. <laughs> ben Darmstadt, <laughs> Luis Fernandez. Cornell had some fun participants. Yeah, if. if you think if they had a, uh, if Cornell had their season, they go Dake, Mac Lunas, Gabe Dean, <laughs> Cam Simas, and um, Rob and Cole, Louis Fernandez, yeah, Steve Bozak, Steve Bozak. No, I'm I'm starting Gabe over Steve Bozak. Have to do it. They they're good at 184. Uh, it turns out. Okay, so you're missing they're not Cornell good at heavyweight. They've never been good at heavyweight. Never had an All American. So ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Okay. So my tier one was Gable, Mason, Kirkfleet. I'm not entertaining anyone else in the NC2A finals other than those three guys. Uh, Tier two, I went Cassiope, Stencil, Laird, and Schultz. Can I get get an amen? Uh, Can Hilger not get in there? Man, not this Hilger. Last Hilger is like squarely tier two, but I don't know where he went. What do you think? I mean, then didn't he miss some matches too? Uh, just a couple. 
Well, there's only a couple. Oh, so man. if you miss a couple, you missed a lot. <laughs> He's yeah. three and two right now yeah, with I, losses I mean, to, to Christian Lance and Luke Luffman. He is not tier two. He's not. Damn it all. Sorry. Love love the Thor, but um, the results aren't there. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Schultz, but he's he's beaten guys. He's he's beaten some good wrestlers, and he's not a big time scorer, but doesn't matter. He's getting his hand raised. I got breaking news. Uh oh. Virginia Tech has made two lineup changes. Okay. Uh oh. Andy Smith is in. Let's go. <laughs> Anyone uh, championship want to take a guess what the second one is? Uh, hold on, don't say it. Um, guys out. Not, not Katka. Katka. Katka's in at heavyweight. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Miller beat him. Miller has also beaten Borst. So. They took and they didn't change the brackets. They put them in the spots that Smith and Borst or that Smelter and Borst were in. I'm I'm upset. I'm sorry, man. I like John Bo- Sharando Sharando High School. That's not cool. They got they took a Virginia boy out. He's the he's the Blacksburg bulk job. He's all big and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's gonna be walking around all big and not starting. I'm not. I'm not Big gonna be happy. I'm not happy about that. Face, face motion, kids on the way to science class. Dang on it. Well, we get so we lost a Virginia. We could have had two Virginians in there at 97 heavyweight. The Bash brothers from VA, but now we got one, Andy Smith. But we lost Borst. Okay. Well, that is good. Good to have that breaking news. How did you hear about that? Who's, I got tipped off, and then I found uh, Brandon Neff here. He's the assistant commissioner for the championships for the ACC, and he, he put out the new brackets. Thanks, Brandon. Bracky did some digging. Good job, Brandon. Wow. All on the show. Okay, so that's juicy. All right. Uh, so we did have I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Borst out of tier oh, four. Oh, check it. You. Oh, wait. No, bring that back up. It looks great. Look at this guy. Now, how many allocations did the ACC get at 197? Um, cool. One sec. Sorry. It's in this document. Um. But at uh, ACC 197, Two. three, oh, you three? add one. Oh, you add one? Why? Brutal. Because the champ, they did this stupidly. Just add one to every Yeah, they did one. stupid where they excluded the champions. So dumb. Yeah. Okay. So don't, don't ask. Yeah. Top three. Top three. <laughs> he can do it, but he can also not do it. But he's <laughs> going he's gonna to do it. Uh, okay. So Andy Smith is in. Hey, Tyler, our producer, um, <laughs> went – Yesterday, we were, we're doing some planning for uh, NCAAs, and I told him that, that uh, Andy was coming to town for uh, Andy and Kyle, so Andy Hamilton and, and Kyle Klingman. He, <laughs> Tyler goes, Andy Andy Smith? <laughs> so I, I have Andy Smith on his mind as well, so it's good. His brand is growing. He just needs to win the ACCs real quick. All right, we didn't finish heavyweight. I think we're good with it. Heavyweight does not much argument. All right, he's done. Um, si- over it. Size has been Askren. Um, as a former heavyweight, what do you think about that, Ollie? I'm bummed out about it. But <laughs> Ollie's a heavyweight. Know, he doesn't look like one. You're full of it. I said no, I former. lost some weight. I, yeah, former. Former how, heavyweight. How much weight you you lost, Ollie? Well, like at, from my tippy top to like. Yeah, to, absolutely. All right. I want rock bottom. All right, so it's probably a 60-pound difference from like the tippy top mm. to now. Holy cow. But 
Yeah, it's it's a bummer. I hated being like having some electric matches like I did all always did, and people <laughs> weren't there to see it. They would just leave, uh, and you know it's it's a bummer. But what are you gonna do? You know, it's we've been dealing with it a long time. I make sure to stay and watch the heavyweight matches, and give them the the credit they deserve. So if Ben doesn't want to, that's okay. Wow, he re- you really <laughs> took the high road there. I thought that was very mature of you, Ollie. Uh, okay. I, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. All right, let's you know go. Ben's to... taking the low road, you know. Yeah, he takes the low road. He's calling us butt faces. Butt faces. He doesn't want to talk about heavyweights. He's just ready to move on. So we will. Um, questions from friends. It's nine thirty-six. Time to boogie. Will Casey Cunningham or Jake Farner ever consider a head coaching job in the near future? Or are they comfortable under the wing of 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 the kale? Oh, he said of the kale from this the is from kale. Eric Rage. So. Rage. You don't think that? Wait, which don't you think? Uh, not neither. <laughs> neither I mean, will li- either one of them will be considering a head coaching job at any point in the future. Yeah, I agree. I think Casey. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't know how that's going to turn out because they're going to have to make room for some of these guys once they're done competing. So I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, but um, I think you, you do. don't. I mean, Christian David Taylor and David Taylor and and Bo Nickel and Jason Nolfans, they, they can't compete forever, and they're going to need a spot on staff. Bo Nickel's going to be fighting. He's going to be okay. Not, not Bo Nickel. Okay, Nolf Rutherford, David Taylor. What spot are they getting on staff? You're you're going to want to keep them there, or they're going somewhere else. That is true, but I don't think. I mean, f- how do we know David's not going to want to be like uh, like blow up into training center and be a be, like. Have that be like the coach he does. Oh, heard rumors. Oh, heard rumors. Mm. No, yeah, David be, wants it, to be a college coach. Is the rumor that I've heard. Well, that was when he was coming up. That was what he said. He went like in high school and in early college. He's like, I want to be a. That's like my dream job. And obviously things change, and um, you know your plans change. But he has said, yeah, I want to be a college wrestling coach, and I see that. I see him excelling in that and doing a great job there so yeah it's there is there is that chance that they lose those guys at some point but i feel like casey has had opportunity after opportunity if he yeah. wanted it right like think mm-hmm. of the jobs over um now i don't know if that michigan would have went with casey or o- over bormet but i i heard that he I don't even know if he interviewed for that or if they if they called him. I can't remember the details now. It was a couple of years ago. But I just remember Casey's huh. just been generally not interested uh, in yeah. in that, which and I, there's got to be – he's got to be getting called left and right every time there's an opening. Like, yeah. Um, and, and same with – you have to figure the same with Cody. I don't know as much about Jake. If he's uh, – I, I feel like – I feel like the – the Penn State Dynasty crew is Kale, Cody, Casey. It's those three. That's been the nucleus from Iowa State to here. That that yeah. synergy, the way those three work together, is the is the secret sauce. And all the other guys, I, I don't know, but um certainly Casey's had his opportunities and hasn't taken them. Um and uh, you know, Iowa State opened up, right? And I don't think they threw their hat in the ring there. I don't think Cody was remotely interested in that. So, and they certainly have the credentials too. So, I don't I don't see those I don't see Casey going. Varner maybe. Do we um do we think this offseason is going to be big coaching carousel or not many jobs opening up? 
Rumor mill, like rumor mill, I haven't heard much. Yeah. I feel like it could be a quiet one. But you never know. There's always the, yeah, something, there's always one or two surprises out of left field every single year. Yep. So something something will happen for I sure. I think it's always fun when some of them open up and some Heck of them yeah. should it's, open up. It's a lot of fun. There were I love of, it. <laughs> yeah. There were some long-term ones that got replaced, like say I, you know, Indiana mm-hmm. got replaced, and and Angels moving this direction. Uh, Michigan State was, yep. uh, I mean, how how long was Mingle there? Forever. Oh my gosh, yeah, they're getting better. Yep, yeah. they are. They're one hundred percent going in the right direction, no doubt. Okay, I thought this was a great question from K M Brown. Uh, is Zane the second undefeated wrestler in NCAA history if he redshirted his true freshman year? So this is a I brought this up. This is a really he'll, cool. He'll screwed him. Well, um, maybe. Well, he didn't screw him. That's that's for sure not what happened. But Penn State doesn't win in 2014. Zane's true freshman year if he doesn't wrestle, because they remember really? they needed. Yeah, oh yeah, they needed every point. Remember James English's points at 149. If they didn't have those. They don't win. That team race was so narrow with Oklahoma State and Minnesota and Iowa mm-hmm. was, should have been in it, and they they had a they had a really down performance in 2014 NCAs. So if Zane doesn't go as a true freshman, Penn State doesn't win, and DT and Ed don't in, have the four peat. Um, so Damn. there's you know there, there's that trade off there. But if you look at Zane's what would have been his redshirt freshman year that 14 15 season. That's the how to shelt, um, how to shelt habit final. You've got to figure. I mean, Drake was a beast, but you've got to figure that Zane wins that weight um, that year. I feel, I feel like we've discussed this 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 topic multiple times at some point. Okay, maybe we did. I don't recall. Right or no? I don't know. I, don't I remember, remember. I remember making the joke about Kale starting Rutherford so he couldn't be undefeated before. Okay. Yeah. Um, who do you think benefits the most at 57 or 65 by not having anyone with a bye to the finals or semis? Like, who's the biggest beneficiary of that? Which I don't, I wasn't, um, I didn't have, like, a clear, like, gut instinct that doesn't benefit really anyone. Well, it benefits everyone in the bracket that someone does not. I mean, does that make sense? Like, if someone had a bye, it would be hugely beneficial. Well, I I'll say Yanni at sixty five because if Zane is sitting out, just w- waiting for one guy, I just seems like he's not losing that. Um, whereas, yeah, so I'll say Yanni. I'll say Yanni. Okay. I I don't know how to I don't know how it helps fifty seven. I really don't. Um, yeah, it's kind of tough to say. Okay. FRL is wow. This is a really what a flattering Twitter handle. FRL is the best. Mm. What a nice guy. Uh, uh of Penn Snyder when Snyder tried to trail him by hooking uh, Snyder's arms and sitting through. A heavyweight just did it on the Nittany Lion card. Why don't people do it to Sasso and others who like the Chirella cradle? Hey, Kyle Snyder was not trying a Chirella. He's yeah. He just had life. he just had like a chest uh, wrap. Yeah. Well, be nice to this guy because he's nice to us, but. <laughs> to, the point stands. Um, I think he's saying when guys are are locking around the. I guess yeah, you could say just, the crotch. There's just no, that, that. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. It's shenanigans. All right, we're moving on. Sometimes, uh, uh, yeah. 
yeah. So you can't you can't do the hook when someone locks around the crotch there. No, it, no, the body's just not in the right position. That's nonsense. It's nonsense. My goodness, <laughs> Ben. Sorry. Hey, it's not. It's not Jake Paul. I lost, I lost my God. Yeah, Ben's getting. I lost my yeah. Ben's nonsense. spicy this morning. My nonsense. Gracious. All right, nonsense. All right. Um. Okay. AZ Arizona wrestling fan at Mike Jarman 119. Good rule. Wrestling goes out of bounds with bottom man in a stand up and top man in rear standing. Escape should be rewarded. Oh, I actually don't hate that. I kind of don't hate call, it. And then I start the hating it. One call <laughs> that I that is not called that I hate the most in all of wrestling. I hate this. When the bottom guy gets a stand up and he gets his feet and the top guy just pushes him out of bounds. And that the top guy is not penalized. I freaking hate that. It's so annoying because it's just the top guy saying, I know I'm not going to be penalized and I'm just going to push as hard as I can and I'm not going to try to mat return him at all. Yeah. He said, in hate my it. opinion, it's the top man's job to not only return bottom man, but also keep the wrestling in bounds. Constantly seeing top guy pushing out when escape is imminent. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, well, the, the, problem, the problem for me is the referee, it's really easy to see Who's moving the action? If the top guy's ass is behind his feet, he's obviously not trying to move forward. You guys know what I'm saying? Yes. He's trying to pull like it's back. Really evident. Yeah, it's really evident to see what's happening there. And so the fact when the, the top guy just bulldozes him out of bounds, they should be penalized for that for sure. So I, on the one hand, I, I love the spirit of that suggestion. However, it violates my cardinal rule about edge wrestling know what's going on no not even that i just forget that the out of bounds getting out of bounds should never be rewarded ever now you're rewarding the bottom guy for getting out of bounds i think that's wrong well you're not you're penalizing the top guy for pushing it out of bounds which is and i'm just i would suggest that you need but to, but then but then don't you understand the easy. problem we're just creating the problem of now the referees have to discern who brought who out of bounds because but you would so but a bottom would, man I mean, can honestly, go out of bounds some, you would see a lot more escapes because if the top guy was actually penalized for pushing the bottom guy out of bounds they wouldn't do it if they would do it they can't mat return they got to let them go um, if they could just push them out of bounds and there's no penalization of that scenario, then, then it just, it, it, you know, it's like a crutch for them. Yeah. Uh, I can see it getting gamed to the nth degree and being a big problem. And there's going to be weird scenarios where it's a problem. Like if there's something on the edge and then it doesn't get pushed out, but the bottom guy sees if I just get out right here, it's a yeah, point. They're going, they're going to, they're going to go out of bounds, rewarding going out of bounds. I never like it. Um, but I get your point as well, Ben. And it's 9.46. I'm going to try to not go five minutes over this time. Um, just one oh. over. You guys get Thank breakfast tacos this morning? No breakfast tacos. Hey, speaking of going over, I used to like that segment where you'd say over as much as someone. Did you see someone set the record last week in the UFC for being oh. 11 and a half pounds overweight? He blamed salmon, the coward. Salmon? Wait, what? <laughs> what? He said he started eating salmon, and he missed weight by 11 and a half pounds. Do these guys not ah. check their weight, Ben? How does this happen? Maybe he was high and he thought it was the wrong weight class or something. He might have. There's something. I mean, Plausible. there's something wrong. There's something, something wrong. Ben, fix oh, your man. sport. Make them make weight for crying out loud. Let's Cowards. get some action going, baby. Be the change. Maction's going. 
Watch, watch the Keegan O'Toole Invitational. We're going to watch the ACCs together on Sunday as bros. SoCon. It's going to be fun. SoCon's going down. The Iowa's. Friday, live on Full Wrestling. Spooky Nook, stand up. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya.